Hello, and welcome to the Agape House of Worship weekly podcast. Through this podcast, we hope and pray that you will be equipped and empowered to live the life that God has planned for you. If you are blessed by this message and would like more information, please visit our website at www.agapehousenj.org. Thank you, and God bless. It is well with us. Say to yourself, it is well with me. It is well with my soul. And say to your neighbor, it is well with you, brother. It is well with you, sister. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's the that's simple word that God has for us this morning. You know, we are in a time of refreshing. God wants to refresh us because he has so much he wants to do in us. He has so much he wants to reveal to the world through us. We are on a journey. But yes, the journey is rough. The road is not easy. And as we go through the journey, we hit traffic. We get into bumps. Some of us may be in the traffic right now, everything is a standstill. Everything is a standstill. I mean, you, before you started the journey, you you had your car tuned up, everything was fine, you, had, you, you it filled up with gas, but then you received the promises, you started the year excited, and along the way, you hit a roadblock, you're in traffic, and some, maybe it's even a jam, but whatever it is, God is saying to us today, Agape House of Worship, each and every one of us, it is well with your soul. All you need to do is to refresh your soul. All you need to do is to refresh your soul. I am with you, and I've given you all that you need to refresh your soul. So I want to encourage us this morning, no matter what it is. I love what the second verse of that song said. This mountain that is in front of me, it will be thrown into the sea. I don't know what the mountain is right now in front of you. I don't know what it is, particular, a thing that is like a mountain that you are so afraid of. God is saying, his word is stark and melted like wax. His word can shift that mountain, lift it up, and throw it into the sea. Hallelujah. This morning, we'll be looking into the life of a man that we, very famous in the Bible, one of the Psalms that he wrote. And for that, from that, is everything okay with my sound? Okay, hallelujah. We'll be looking into the life of David, one of the Psalms that he wrote. And we'll take some, you know, take some guidance into how we can refresh our soul. You know, our soul is, very, is a very critical part of our being. We know we are composed of three parts, body, soul, and spirit. Our body is the outer part. Our spirit is what God gave us when he breathed into us. Our soul is that part of us that 
interact is that is like the intermediary. It's where our emotions, our feelings, our mind, where they reside. And it's very important for our souls to be sound, to be healthy. It's linked to so many things. Just like the word that we had this year say tells us, you know, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. The prosperity of our soul is so critical to how we live our life as Christians, to even to the health of our body. When the mind is going through, you know, through pain, it, it, it shows in our body. When we are going through a very painful experience, traumatizing experience, it affects our body. When we harbor pain, unforgiveness, it leads to so many things. Certain hormones are released to our body. So our soul is very critical. And God knows this, and that's why he sent Jesus to heal us. He came to bind the brokenhearted. That's what Jesus himself told us in Luke 4, one of his mission why he came. So when our soul is down, when our soul is going through pain, it's not, it's not unusual. It's part of us being on this earth. And we can see that in the life of David because you see in many of his Psalms, he will say to himself, Why are you downcast, O my soul? Hope in God, and yet I will praise him. He had moments, he had experiences that he had to address his soul. He had to address his soul. It, it says in Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He must be going through some, some things at that time, and he had to speak to his mind that I know my God. He has been with me. As a shepherd boy, he has helped me to feed my sheep. So the Lord is my shepherd, I will not want. He will lead me by the still waters. He will lead me in the, by the green pasture. He will restore my soul. He will refresh my soul. And this is exactly what God wants us to key into in this time as God's people. This season is very, very critical in our life. You know, in the year 20, we are, we, are, we are halfway in the year 2017. And like I said, I don't know exactly what each and everyone is going through, but we all have different things. Different kind of mountains. Some are so, so high. So big. Different levels of mountain. But God is saying today, this mountain that is in front of you will be thrown into the sea in the name of Jesus. But there are things that we need to do to make it happen. There are things that we need to do to make this mountain go away. Amen. So, like I said, our soul is very key, is a key part of us, and we cannot just ignore it. We cannot just focus on taking care of our body and not be mindful of what takes place in our mind, our feelings, our thoughts. What are the things that are feeding our thoughts and feelings? Our soul is our personality. It was reflects who we are. So we cannot neglect that. And one thing I want to say to, any, to anyone here, if you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, it's very important, and I pray you make that decision today. Because you cannot even refresh that soul, because that soul is, is dead. If you don't have Christ in you, if you don't have him in your life. It's just like you having a body, 
Yes, we know we have to take care of our body, we have to feed, we have to exercise. But the kind of genes that you carry also affects how those things that you do, the food you eat and exercise, how it's really, really, how it functions, how it's effective. So you need to have the blood of Jesus in you. You need to receive him, accept him into your life so that your soul can be refreshed. And for the rest of us, yes, we have him in our lives, but based on where we are in life right now, sicknesses, challenges, we need to be refreshed. And that's what we'll be doing here today. Amen. Quickly, let's go into the word that we read, Psalm 19. From verse 7. Psalm 19, verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. This is what David is saying. And David, this is someone that was anointed as a young child, a young boy. I don't know his age when he was anointed. He was anointed by the greatest prophet at that time in a very unique way. But it took a long time. It took a long time. Some studies say it took about 15 years. 15 years before he was actually recognized as a king. And we know the journey. It was not just, it was not just that he, he was anointed and he was having a few days. No. It was like as soon as the anointing came, happened, and he was declared to be king, it's like all hell broke loose. He went through so much. So much challenges. But he did not give up. Because... He had received the word. He had received the word from the prophet. God gave, God made it clear, you will be king. He was anointed. So that's why, I'm, that's why this word is coming to us this morning. I don't know what God has told you this year, last week, last month, 10 years ago, 8 years ago, maybe 15 years ago. The word that God has spoken to you will come to pass. Because the word of God is perfect. It will come to pass. It will come to pass. It will not fail. His word will not fall to the, to the ground. It will fulfill what he has called it to do. It's just, it's just for us. So the simple thing God is telling us this morning as God's people, there's no other formula for your soul to be refreshed. There's no other way. Because as we, look into, as we look into the life of David, he will go back to God. He will cry to him, your word have I hidden in my heart so that I will not sin against you. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. This man, we know him as a king. Yes, he was anointed. We know him as all these things. But what held him through the years, through the ups and downs, is the word of God. Is in communion with God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So for us this morning, God wants us to come to a place where we cherish his word like never before. Because it's, it's getting so common. We come to church, but God wants us to take it and see that his word is perfect. That's the first thing. So there are six things that we will look into about the Word of God. 
six things that David highlighted about the word of God. And that's what God, what God wants to remind us about today. And as you look at it, you, whatever your situation is, I believe something will, something, will, something will speak. Something will connect. Something will click. In verse 7, it says, The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. And we, we, we know that. Thank God for the worship this morning. The worship based on the word of God, it was refreshing to the soul. It reminded us of, of, of who God is, of what he can do, the miracle worker, the healer. And during that worship, many things happened that eyes couldn't see, our eyes could not see. But in the spiritual realm, things happened. Chains were broken. During that worship, prison doors were opened. I, 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 I felt the presence of God. He was mighty in this house during that worship. I felt God setting people free. The Lord, the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The second thing, so one thing is that it's perfect. It's perfect. It refreshes the soul. The thing about the word of God is that it does not have any side effect. You know, like other things that people do to get a little... A little high, okay, I'm down, I'll go to the bar, I'll go drink. By the time you are done, you probably spent, who knows, I don't know, but a lot of money. Then, if, you're, if you get in the car and drive, God help you. New Jersey police doesn't stop you on the road. Side effects. Even, even the things that we are sometimes forced to take because of health issues, they're side effects. How many of you have listened to those commercials? By the time they start, Lunesta. The, oh, but uh, why would I take this medication with all these side effects? But thank God because the word of God is perfect. The Amplified Version says it is flawless. It has no side effects. So let's remember that and let's hold on to it. It will refresh our soul. The second thing David says is that the statutes of the Lord are trustworthy. They are trustworthy, making wise the simple. Making wise the simple. There's so much wisdom in the word of God. Only if we can be attentive to it. There's so much wisdom. And I thank God for those of us here this morning that we keep coming to hear the word of God. But it's not just about being here, but being attentive, taking notes. And after today, meditating, thinking about the word. That's, where, that's how you extract the wisdom because it becomes something you act upon. They are trust, the word of God is trustworthy. Don't let anyone deceive you. It is trustworthy because David, David wrote this. And David could have said, I was anointed. God, I did all this for you. I, 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 fought, for, I fought Goliath. Why are you allowing Saul to chase me around? Why? Why is all this happening to me during those waiting periods? What God has said about you, hold on to it. What he has said about your child, about your family, about your business, hold on to it. His word is trustworthy. And it makes us wise if we, if we rely on it. The thing about the word of God is you cannot mix it up. It's not a concussion. You cannot mix it up. You have to stick, stay with the word. Stay with the word. And that's what we do today. We get a little bit from church. We get a little bit from our friends out there. We get a little bit from Google. We get a little bit from... That's what we do. Let's stay with the word of God. 
it is simple because because why it is so simple and we want something so we want something packaged you know nice packaging we want something like a little out of the place no it's simple but it's full of wisdom the third thing is said about the word of god the precepts of the lord are right the precepts of the lord are right it gives joy to the heart it gives joy you know sometimes the word of god comes to us and we cannot really comprehend it. We, can, we, we are like, God, how can I really do this? How can I forgive? How can I forgive someone that keeps doing the same thing? How can I? But you know what? It's right. That's what it is right. And when you do it, it gives joy. It gives joy to the heart. It gives joy to the heart. And that's where God wants us to be. That's how we can refresh our soul. That's how we can refresh our soul because when we begin to see this word as so perfect, trustworthy, reliable, the word of God is reliable, it's guaranteed, we are more open, our, our mind is more open to think about it. Remember the mind, that's where that's our soul is composed of the mind, our feelings. When we begin to take closer attention to it, it will give joy to our heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant. That's the first thing. Radiant. It gives light to the eyes. The word of God enlightens. There's some things that you will find yourself in a situation and you will not know what. There's no, maybe there's no reference point. But the word of God can come to you. It will come to you and it will enlighten you on what to do. You know, simple, situa- simple situations that we come, that we, we, we experience when you are in tune with him, when your soul is connected with your maker, it enlightens you. It could be you, you, you go for, for an interview and you've done all the things you need to do, research, you've done, you've done all the things you need to do. But as a child of God, you still... You ask him, lead me, O oh God, guide my path. That's, how, that's, what, that, that's what you do. And you'll be surprised. You can just drop something in your mind. Just drop something simple in your mind that when you get into the room, ask this question. Something totally out of the box. Or make a comment to, 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 to your interviewer. That's what it comes, that's what it means that when we say it enlightens. It gives light. It comes to you, unique, for you specifically. And that word, that question, may be the defining thing. Everybody else follows the same script, but what sets you apart is the revelation from your maker, from the Holy Spirit, because you stay in tune with him and because you ask, you, you ask of him. Saying, Father God, this morning, what are your commands? I'm here. I'm ready to take orders. What are your commands for me? That's where God wants us to be. We are so busy. And he's saying, let us slow, slow down, my son. Slow down, my daughter. Slow down. In this month of refreshing, I want to refresh you. I want to renew you. Yes, we are eagles. We are eagles. But, you know, eagles, then after flying around, going around, doing things, they come to a place where they go. And they get refreshed. They wait. And that's why Isaiah tells us, those who wait upon the Lord 
carrying their strength, they will mount up with wings like eagle. We get to a point, you know, we've been going, I mean, January through June, we've been on the, on the run, on the go. On the go. I wish I could just take July off from everything. That's how I feel right now. From everything. I just stay on the beach. But it is well. It is well. It is well. I'll make the most of the time in Jesus' name. But it's saying to us, you need to slow down. Spend time within my word. All the things we're hearing, Bible study, very soon we'll be starting small groups. Those are things that God is creating in our path so that we can continue to get the word of God in us. It gives light to the eyes. It enlightens. It's radiant. It enlightens us. And that's why it's good in the morning to read the word. It's, it's radiant. It, it, it gives you light. You're able to see things better, clearly. It tells you who sh- comment to make, comment not to make, what to do, even where to, the path to take as you're going. It's radiant. The fifth thing David said about the Word of God is that the Word of God is pure. This is from the NIV version, because I know some other versions put it differently. The Word of God is pure, enduring forever. The Word of God is pure is not contaminated. It endures forever. It does not expire. There's no expiration date. Hallelujah. Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. That song Ebu Sang said, waves and sea, they still know his name. They still know the name of God. Waves and sea, they still know his name. I don't know the storm you're going through right now. The same Jesus who calmed the storm that Peter was in is able to calm the storm in your life in the name of Jesus. Because that name is still the same. It's still potent. It's still full of power. It is pure. The word of God is pure. And we know Jesus is the word of God. So call on his name. Get, get the right scriptures that, that, that addresses your situation and apply it to your life. Amen. The decree of the Lord are firm. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are firm. The word of God is firm. It's completely, completely right. It's firm. There's no loose ends. There's no loose ends. I don't know what it is that you're thinking, okay, maybe it's not. Yes, God said this, but maybe it's not applicable to me. That's the lie of the enemy. You need to refresh your soul. We need to get back into the world. We need to get to a place where we hunger and thirst for the world. Just like David said, this life is a very, very, very interesting life that we can really take a lot from. Because when we really take a good look at it, you know, it's so easy to say David, a king, oh, he's a king, a warrior king. But he, he, he went through a lot. He went through so many challenges, being chased. At the time, they even rejected him. He did not become a king fully. Until 15 years, at a point, he was only ruling over a, a small group. Some other group just condemned him. We know what Nabal told him when he helped Nabal, Nabal, the husband of Abigail. And he went to him, oh, you know, I need some food for my servant. Can, can we have something? You know what Nabal, Nabal told him? Oh, many people are breaking away from their bosses this day. I don't want to have anything to do with you. So many, he, he went through, he endured so many insults. And some of us can relate to that. We've tried, we've tried, and our soul has been crushed. 
we've been crushed over and over again, but God is saying, hold on to my word. My word will refresh you. It will, not fall to the, it will not fall to the ground empty. It will accomplish what I said it to do. You are victorious. You are the head and not the tail. You are healed. I don't know who is, whatever sickness anyone is going through right now, the same power is available to heal. And this morning, I, during prayers this morning, I, I, I felt the impression, I, I got an impression that there's someone here that there's, there's a situation in your life that is like a mountain. I mean, we all can attest to something that we can, you know, different things that, yes, we would like to get out of our way. But there's a particular question here. Is the mountain, and you feel the weight. You feel the weight. When you think about it, you, you are constantly even thinking about it. And you feel the weight on your heart. The power of God is here. What I saw during the prayer session this morning with the ministers is, is, is the power of God was just nothing it away. It's nothing it away. It's nothing it away. And while I was thinking through that, one of our ministers raised a prayer root point that, oh, and she used Psalm, Psalm 97 verse 5, that mountains will melt like wax. It was just, I was just having that impression in my mind and she raised that prayer. So there is someone here and God is melting it away in Jesus' name. That issue, that burden, that burden is being lifted in the name of Jesus. Issues. Some of us have issues. Standing issues. Seven years, precisely. Seven years you've been crying to God. Seven years you've been crying. Seven years is like you've been in this situation. Seven years it's been up and down. You, you've tried to get out. But you feel trapped. And I'm sensing for some, some people it's like an addiction that you don't want. is draining you. You don't want it anymore. You're crushed. You're, you're, you cry. You don't want it anymore. The power of God is here. He's saying, I see you. I've heard you. I'm making you free. Jesus, the miracle worker, is here. That heartache of seven years is being lifted in the name of Jesus. God is bringing you out of that situation in the name of Jesus. So, what we need to hold on to today, again, is this word of God. We need to begin to pay attention because the enemy of our soul will try to make us forget, to make us not believe, to make us doubt his word. That's why David will always remind himself and he will say, I'll go up to the house of the Lord, which is what we are doing now. We have to always constantly go for it, constantly keep our mind, keep the word going. Just like we constantly eat to, keep, to take care of our body, right? We, we constantly feed ourselves. I'm sure some people had a very nice, pleasant breakfast this morning before coming to church. So we also need to keep on feeding ourselves with the Word of God. So how do we care for our soul? We've, we've looked at the six things that the Word of God brings to us. And when, when I'm talking about the Word of God, is not just what we read in our Bibles, is the revelation that we get. You know, when we read, we should look for revelation. We should say, Father, what are you saying to me? What are you saying to me in this Psalm 19? What is 
Psalm 19 being shared in our church this day and read through it and there will be revelation. That's also the word of God. That's how it comes. That's the light that comes in his, through his word. It's the revealed word, the written word and the revealed word. So how do we care for our soul? By hearing the word of God. Proverbs 4.20 tells us, pay attention, my son. Proverbs 4.20 Verses 20 to 23, if you are taking notes, you can write it down. Care for the soul. We need to pay attention to the word of God. And the scripture tells us here, My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart from everything. That flows because everything flows from it. We need to pay attention to the word of God. We need to guard our heart with the word of God. And how do we pay attention? Yes, we hear the word of God, but we think about it. We, we listen over and over again. We can get the word on podcast. That's something we can down, download on our, on, our, on our tablet and listen to it over and over again. Find every opportunity to get the word of God while, while, drive, while going to work, while driving, exercising, even doing chores at home. We should be very, pay attention. Don't let the enemy take away your time. Yes, we are busy, but we have to be intentional so that we don't allow other things to choke us. And we don't feed, feed our soul with the wrong information. Number two, we have to meditate on the word of God. That's how we care for our soul. Meditate on the word of God, which simply means thinking about it. Philippians 4, verse 7 through 9, one of my very favorite scriptures, Philippians 4, 8. Think on these things, whatever is lovely. And it's talking about the word of God. It says, do not be anxious about anything. If we look around us, there's enough things to make us anxious. But God is saying, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything with prayer and supplication, make your request known to me. Talk to God about your situation, about the challenges. Remind him of his word. That's what we need to be doing at this time. Yes, it's a time of refreshing, but there's a part that we need to play. Meditate on the word of God. Think about the word of God. Verse 8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatsoever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about this thing. Whatever is true, noble, right, pure. Do you see the correlation with Psalm 19? Many of the words are the same. Which is the word, so Paul here is talking about the word of God. Think about these things. Whatever is pure, whatever is praiseworthy, whatever is of a good report. Think about these things. And it will give you peace. It will give you peace when we, meditate on the, when we meditate on the word. And that's the area where we have challenge. Thinking about the word. As you, go, as you go home today, okay. Think about everything that has happened. The worship. Miracle worker. Why? Why God? Miracle, why, did that, why did that song come today? Rejoice. Rejoice. Think about it. Don't let us just, you know. One of the, one of the, one of the, uh, the tricks of the enemy is that he has bring us to a place of, just our life is like in compartments. We come to church, we do church, 
as soon as we step out, we take off the mask and we put on something else. And so we, we don't see the connection of applying the word that we've received to Monday, to Tuesday. Let's meditate on the word of God day and night. Amen, amen. And the third thing about caring for our soul, to bring our soul to being refreshed, is acting on the word. We need to act on what we've been hearing. There's been so many messages that we've heard through the years, through the, even in this year, 2017. We have them in our bookstore, different series. We need to act on them. Pastor is going through a series right now. I'm sorry, I did not tell you. Pastor is in South Jersey. I was supposed to say it when I came on stage. God help me. Pastor is away. He's speaking in South Jersey right now at one of our sister churches. He's been there since Friday, uh, since Saturday. Amen. So, he's there speaking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, he will. Yes, praise God. He's busy, and that's why I'm up here. Wow, I can't believe I forgot to say that. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we need to act on the word of God. We need to live by the word. There's no excuse for us. We need to live by the word of God. Hallelujah. There is no excuse. James 1.22 tells us, James 1.22 tells us, But be the doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. Verse 23, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed. In what it does. When we choose to act on the word of God, not just to come and hear it, but apply it to our life, we will be blessed. Our soul will be refreshed. I mean, just being here alone, I know the strength that we have, just being in this environment, we in God's presence. The Bible says in God's presence there is fullness of joy. There's refreshing already, but the enemy of our soul is waiting out there. So we need to be Fully guarded. Guard your heart with all diligence. Fully guarded with the word that we've received. And tell the enemy to his face, I am chosen. I'm working in power. I'm working in authority. We have to connect everything. Everything that comes that God delivers to us on a Sunday service is not an accident. Many of us just, again, you know, we compartmentalize worship. Okay, those ladies come to sing. They go. Announcement. Oh, those guys, they... Everything God is saying something to you. There's a reason some of you are here today and we are announcing there's a retreat. Maybe it's your first time coming here today. Paul, I guess, welcome. God bless you. Hallelujah. We are so glad to have you. We are so glad to have you. There's a lot of events going on and I know some of us are like, oh my God, there's an overload of events. What's going on? It's okay. Just take time and find out the one that really, really God wants you to key into. But it's all part of God's design for us. It's not an accident. So let's act on the word of God. 
Let's act on it. When, when the song says you are chosen, you are set apart, act on it. You are set apart. Don't go out and be like anyone else. Let the light of God shine through you in your words, in your actions, in your deeds. So that's the word of God to us this morning, Agape House of Worship. He wants to refresh our soul for the journey, for the things he wants us to lay hold of. There's so much he wants us to lay, lay hold of. There's miracles he wants us to perform. There's deliverance he wants us to perform. There's breakthrough he wants us to be a part of, but we need to connect to the word. That's the source of life. That's where everything lies into. That's the source of power. So I pray this morning that our mind has been stirred up. And as we leave in this month of July, we will, we will make a personal decision to go to the word of God again and read it. Get our index card out and write the promises. I don't know, it could be what you learned in Sunday school and it's coming to your mind again. Write on an index card and remind yourself about it. You know, many, many are times, what we, what we need for the life ahead, God has already revealed it to us even from a young age. But then life happens. Our soul gets caught up in other distractions. But this morning, God is saying to, you, to every one of us, my sons and daughters, I'm still the same God. The word I spoke to you 10 years ago, 16 years ago, 21 years ago, that word is still alive, it's still potent, and I will see to it to perform it in your life. I will see to it to perform it. So let's go back into the word. Let's embrace the word. Let's get our, download our podcast, speak, listen to messages, our notes. Let's get our journals out. We have many things coming up, you know, in, the, in this summer season. Vacation Bible School is starting tomorrow. Let's bring our children to Vacation Bible School. Please, parents, bring them. Drop them for two hours. Go and do your shopping. Go and do your car wash. We will feed them with the Word of God. Please, I encourage you, parents, drop, bring them to Vacation Bible School. This place will be transformed. You will not believe it. We're going to have a factory going on. But we need to get our children in the Word of God. The retreat is coming up. That place is a place where you get revelation of the word. So that's the word of God to us this morning. That's what the Father wants us to hear. It's so simple, but it's so powerful. And I pray that this word, you will take it to heart. And you will begin to, you know, look into the, into the law of liberty once again. And you will see how perfect it is. How simple it is. How radiant it is. It's for you. And always remember, it has no side effect. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads and pray. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise and glory. Thank you because, Father, your word is quick and powerful. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Lord, we thank you for what you have done in our midst this day. Thank you for mountains that have been moved into the sea. Lord, Give us the grace to embrace your word. Give us the grace to meditate on your word day and night. Just like you told Joshua. Give us the grace to act on your word. Not partially, but full obedience. So that we can truly say, it is well with our soul. Thank you, Father.
In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Hallelujah.